Hey, this is Devin Allman of Honey Tribe. Are you here? Now, we look at here as more than just a, a, a place or a time. It's a state of mind. And right now, here goes by the more formal title. Here is the Paul Leslie Hour. Okay, got that out of the way. So we've got this very short interview from the archives. Uh-oh, short interview means long intro, so there's going to be lots of me. An interview from the archives with a prolific live and recording artist, Devin Allman. <laughs> Some of you are familiar with Devin Allman. He's created as a solo recording artist, but also with the Allman Betts Band and the Royal Southern Brotherhood. Guy gets around. This interview was originally broadcast on the radio in 2007. Now, at that time, Devin Allman was the frontman for the band Honey Tribe. They had just released their debut album, Torch. Now, this was a band creating art outside the mainstream music business. Paul enjoyed the album and described Honey Tribe as being for those who like what music is all about. Well, the band's sound could be described as a premium blend of rock, blues, instrumentals, even reggae. As for Devin, well, you could say Devin Allman has music in his blood. DNA, baby. His father, the late legendary Greg Allman, once called him a chip off the old block. But we think Devin Allman's style is distinctly his own. You'll enjoy Devin Allman's perspective on the music business and the message he's trying to send to all who listen. We've got even more interviews just like this that we want to get out into the world, and you can help make this show possible. Just visit thepaulleslie.com support, and we be thanking you. Now let's hear what Devin has to say when he's called in to chat with Paul for a bit. Do you agree? First of all, thanks for talking to us here. We're talking to the one and only Devin Allman. Hello, how are you? All right. You're playing a great variety of stuff on the album. A little bit of the blues feel, a little bit of rock and so forth. So I was wondering if that reflects what you have been listening to. You know, I mean, of course... You know, I listen to, you know, kind of all of that. I mean, like everything from Iron Maiden to uh, to Miles Davis, B.B. King, Santana, The Stones. But, you know, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of, like, Southern rock. You know, I've actually been listening to, like, a lot of college bands and stuff. I really try to keep it pretty various. The name of your band is Honey Tribe. I was wondering, yep. what does that come from? And actually, you know, we were looking for a name. I was driving with, with my drummer, Marco, and I was like, man, you know, we need a name, like, yesterday. And I was like, it should it should embody the main, you know, cornerstone of the band being the dynamics. So, you know, we're, we can be very, like, soft and kind of sweet, you know, but then also really, really fierce. And the first thing out of his mouth was Honey Tribe. And I was just like, okay, you're a freak. That was perfect. But it stuck, you know? As far as your own singing, what vocalists have influenced you? I think, you know, early on, you know, just like soul singers, Al Green, Daryl Hall, Curtis Mayfield, B.B. King, anybody that sang from their heart was pretty much what I was into. My two favorite songs on the album, one of them is the instrumental Mahalo. 
first of all, it's a great melody, but I also love that word. Just out of curiosity, how did you come upon the title? I know it from Dr. Hunter Thompson. Oh, Dr. Hunter Thompson, yeah. You know, actually, man, you know, I've been to Hawaii several times. I, I just have, like, this personal love affair with it. But the thing was, was, like, I, I had wanted to write an instrumental for a decade. And I just never thought, you know, that I would come up or be gifted with, you know, a decent melody. So literally, woke up in the middle of the night, had that melody in my head. I called my cell phone and sang it into my voicemail. And I woke up the next morning and I worked the song out. And the whole time I'm working it out, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, it's kind of thanking the uh, the great creator for kind of bestowing a decent melody upon me. And uh, I didn't want to call the song thank you. So <laughs> I dipped into the, uh, the Hawaiian vernacular. Another one of my favorite cuts is Nothing to be Sad About. Cool. So tell us about that one. I was riding with my son, and he was whining about something extremely trivial. And he's seven now, but he was five at the time. And I just kind of turned back, and I said, Orion, you know, do you have do you have two arms and two legs? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, do you have ten fingers, ten toes? You know, can you breathe okay? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, you got nothing to be sad about. And like, as soon as I said it, I just thought, wow, that's a really cool kind of premise for a song. I mean, so many people take for granted, you know, just the daily blessings. And man, the song just kind of wrote itself. Do you feel that due to your genes that you have music in your blood, so to speak? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm not a scientist. You know, given the fact that I did not grow up with my dad, I didn't even meet him until I was 16, knowing that, you know, I fell in love with music by the time I was like five and, you know, started a record collection at that age. I would say there's got to be something there. I read an article where you said that you hoped that Honey Tribe would be together for 20 years. Could you see yourself doing anything other than music? No, you know, not really. I mean, maybe when I grow up, I'll try something else. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the only other thing I ever really kind of flirted with was acting, and maybe I'll revisit that. I I, I did a ton of it in my teens. But I think, you know, we're really on a mission. I, I look at the horizon of rock and roll, and, and, and when you see bands like Stone, Santana, the Brothers, when you see them retiring, which is an eventuality, it's a consequence of time, obviously. I think that, you know, rock and roll, where it resides, you know, that path is getting pretty thin. And, like, we just we want to do our part to, to keep it going, you know? So we're, we're literally on a 20-year mission to, to do our part to save rock and roll. That's an interesting premise, and one of my questions that I was going to ask is, uh, do you like the way that the music business is going right now? You know, I'm pretty oblivious to how it goes, because, like, we're, Honey Tribe is very, very fortunate to be under the radar and in, you know, a bubble, so to speak. You know, we make the records we want to make. We never are told what to do. We set our own work schedules. We make all the decisions. So we're actually doing it very, very similar to how they did it you know, in the 60s and 70s, a town at a time, you know, a turning on a person at a time. So, I mean, if you would ask me that a few years ago, I would have ranted and raved about how poor it is. I mean, it's obviously a sinking ship. We all know this, you know, the numbers come in, they're not selling as many records, positive attendance is down, but it doesn't affect our world, you know, and that's a really cool thing. I think when you take matters into your own hands, your destiny is, is up to you and not some label or so, you know, I, I think that the days of like, you know, oh man, we want to get signed. I think, you know, if anyone thinks that anymore, they're just completely off the mark because those days are gone. Hmm. It's not cool to me, 
it's not cool to get signed anymore because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so they literally, I mean, yeah. it's quite obvious. I mean, the, the corporations bought up the labels in, in the eighties. I mean, big corporations, Time Warner, Seagram's. I mean, you know, here's a liquor company that owns a label. At the end of the day, it's bottom line thinking. I mean, they, they, they sign a band. If they don't get a hit out of them at six months, it's over. And, and that's horrible because back in the day, 60s, 70s, even early 80s, you would sign a band because you believed in their talent and you nurtured them until they, until they were seasoned at the game. So I'm really glad that we exist totally outside of it. What do you hope people get out of your music? You know, obviously, we're not John Lennon. We're not trying to change the world or make some major statement. My hope is that whenever anybody listens to the record or when anybody comes to the show, that they can just kind of turn off the world for 90 minutes, just have a good escape and, and have a good time and just kind of remember what life is all about. It's, it is about love and compassion and music and, and positive things. I mean, we're, we're so force-fed with so much fear and negativity that, you know, I think rock and roll's place in the cosmos is to entertain. There was an interesting segue you gave me because this broadcast is going out all over the world, thanks to Al Gore. So, so my last question. <laughs> right on. So my last question is, yeah. what would you, Mister Devin Allman, like to say to the world? You know, that's that's pretty an amazing platform to stand on. You know, I would just say that love each other, because that, at the end of the day, if you strip away anything material, all we have is compassion and feelings and love for your fellow man, and I think that that can go a really, really long way. Well, Mr. Allman, myself, and on behalf of the listening audience, I'd like to thank you for being our guest today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Right on, man. Thank you so much. We thank you and appreciate you dropping in for the Paul Leslie Hour today. You know, you can help the Paul Leslie Hour in our mission to provide independent media content like this by visiting www thepaulleslie.com slash support. We truly thank you. This is your announcer speaking. Performance of the Entertainer intro song and Corina Corina outro song courtesy of John Primerano. Well, that's it for today. So until next time, be safe and be good. <laughs>